0: Welcome back to the AIM podcast. Today, we sit down with special guest Darian Johnson, health and wellness professional, trainer, and former athlete. In this episode, he talks about his story, he talks about getting into fitness, how he's made viral content, and the importance of training your core. Let's dive right into this episode without further ado, Darian Johnson. darian thank you so much for coming on the aim podcast
1: yeah man thank you for having me man i was uh i'm excited to be here
0: it's gonna be a fun conversation man i i'm honestly a huge fan of your content and uh i'm not gonna lie there's a few few things that you've done that i've tried to do and haven't done it as successfully as you have so all the listeners man if you're gonna go check out this guy's content be careful because some of the stuff you do is pretty wild
1: Mm -hmm. i appreciate it man i appreciate it
0: yeah man this is gonna be a good episode i'm hopefully you will uh You'll get to dry off a little bit. I know you guys are getting slammed with rain over there in LA, and uh, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, it's, I mean, I haven't seen anything like it. Uh, but I think that just means it's gonna be a very warm summer.
0: There you go. So, are you? Do you prefer the heat or the or cold weather?
1: Uh, I'm some I'm somewhere in between. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather deal with the cold than like extreme hot though. I can't do like ninety. Nah, I just hate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, like I said, dude, your content is, is super cool. What you've been able to create and the platform you've built is is awesome. But before you dive into some of those questions, I really would love to hear more about your journey, getting into fitness and hear more about what your background entails, because I'm sure I would guess, I don't want to assume anything, I would guess it has some sort of, you know, athletic um, element to it. You know, the things that you do just are very, very um incredibly challenging so i would love to hear more about what your background looks like and how you got into the fitness industry
1: yeah man um so i'm a former athlete um i grew up playing everything um but you know i was mainly a football guy uh so you know i played football played collegiate football um division one i played new mexico state after that i um you know i did i had a couple different uh tryouts for the nfl um got invited to a mini camp um then uh CFL did the same same deal tryouts Winnipeg and Calgary then I played in arena and then I played overseas for two years and uh you know working out was just always a part of my routine and something that was important to me so uh towards the end of my career especially when I was in like France um playing overseas I I just I worked out a lot you know and then um yeah kind of just kind of just fell into it like I uh I had a job for like six months um or maybe a little more than six months and then I uh then I went into business as a personal trainer um started personal training and then from there everything kind of just took off <clears throat> so cool
0: what was it like I'm actually super curious what was it like playing football professionally in you said France right mm-hmm. what was that like so obviously in, in America like we love football it's a big sport here culturally but like in a country like that like how how was that environment
1: uh, it's it different. It's a different experience, man. Um, I personally didn't even know they played over there.
0: I didn't either. <laughs> time. And
1: time, uh, but I guess yeah, they have it all over Europe. It's really popular in Germany, but um, it was a different experience. I think it was one that I needed uh, for personal growth um, purposes. But yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's
0: super cool. I'm curious because I've my background is athletic as well. I played Division One college basketball, and during COVID, it's kind of I had part of my portion of my career was during that time period. So it was very challenging with athletics. And that's kind of when I shifted personally into the health and fitness space and started to kind of work out more when we were shut down, couldn't, you know, be in the gym and whatnot for you though, um, you know, transitioning from the football training and, you know, you know, the athletic training to what you do now. And I guess you still incorporate a lot of those movements. Where was it? Where was that point for you where you really started to kind of get more focused in on like fitness though? Like where did that kind of how did that kind of look for you?
1: Oh man. Um you know was what I had
0: like to... what you were doing like why you were still playing, like was it was fitness and like training in that element and <clears throat> outside the skill work of football? Was that something you were always kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: In? Yeah. Um going into college, I uh um I was five eight and a half, 164 pounds and um i just remember we had a we had an injury um a big injury uh when i was a freshman i was a freshman playing you know with 21 year olds and um coach told me like hey you're gonna have to start this year um i was like okay and he was like yeah but you gotta gain weight like you gotta get in the weight room so um on top of like the extra the workouts that we would do with the football team i would do extra so i'll go to the student activity center when i when i lived on campus and I would work out by myself at the at the end of every almost every day, like maybe like four times a week. Um, and, you know, I would take protein shakes and I had to really focus on that area um, in order to, you know, play and be effective on the field. So that's when it kind of started to happen.
0: That's so cool. I love that. So an opportunity kind of came about and you're like, in order for me to capitalize and make the most of this opportunity, this, op- this chance, I've got to take care of this, you know, in the weight yeah. room and really take that fitness more seriously. Yeah, that's so cool as you made that transition out of playing professionally and you said you took a job and then kind of got into a personal training is that something that you know you had thought about doing for a while or was that just kind of a natural progression or transition for you knowing that you know I do enjoy fitness I knew it I like kind of this lifestyle how was that kind of process for you
1: yeah yeah so uh yes yeah, kind of something I thought about doing um i guess i was already doing it on the side i was i had a i had a couple buddies man and they they wanted to work out with me so you know they paid me to train them and work out with me and um there was a gym opening in the area the area that i lived in and it was it wasn't like commercial it was more private it was a private gym so you run your own business and um i found out about it i got in contact with the owner and uh like I said, like the rest is history. I, I worked my job until because the gym wasn't open yet, but it was opening. And then maybe the two weeks before it opened, I I stopped working my job. I quit and then jumped in.
0: It's awesome. no I love that. I think it's super cool. You know, when athletes are able to, to transition and and do different things, but also kind of still use some of the things that you've built your life on, such as you know hard work. Being competitive, pushing yourself, like those things I think apply to a lot of other things. And it's cool to see how you're able to use those and continue to help other people through different platforms.
1: Yeah. yeah Where
0: did social media come into the play for you? Because obviously a lot of people have seen your videos that go viral. You do awesome collab content with some incredible um people as well. Where did that, you know, process start for you and and like how did that look?
1: Oh man. So um during COVID, really uh i wasn't really posting much content i would do i would post content here and there um but you know during COVID, the gym shut down so i really had nothing else to do i was training one of my entertainers at the time actor he had to say he had to stay in shape um you know for his job and we're we're really close at the time we're boys so uh are we still are boys um but yeah i would i would work out with him at his house and he would record, like, so. I had dumbbells, and would do, like, bodyweight workouts, dumbbell workouts, and for my sets, he would record me, and then I would just post them up, like, at the end of every workout, I would post them online, and then eventually, like, I would do this every day, and because I had nothing else to do, and they would just start hitting the Explore, and then, before you know it, I got, like, 50K followers, and then I ended up on ESPN, then that, and then everything else just kind of just it's crazy it just started happening
0: as you started to grow on social and your video started gaining traction did like former teammates or people that you grew up with start to hitch up and be like dude what's going on like wh- what are you doing
1: <laughs> yeah you know yeah a lot of people a lot of people, <laughs> people i haven't heard from in a while will reach out or people that i just lost contact with and never had their instagram they'd reach out follow me and then you know dm me so yeah it was pretty crazy
0: yeah super interesting With the types of workouts you were doing and the content you're putting out, I'm curious, I'm sure there's an element to like being creative and entertaining, which is something I wanna talk to you about, but also like doing these workouts, like are these things that you just like to enjoy to come up with like the creative element of like, obviously if you wanna hit your core, you can go into the gym, you can do planks, you can do sit ups, you can do leg raises, whatever, but you always add in like an extra creative element was that something that you just enjoyed doing for the fun of it? Or did you kind of understand, like, there's an entertainment factor to this that you could actually, like, really, like, impact people through that content? Like, how did you kind of come up with both, those? Both,
1: man. Both. I, I both. Something I really enjoyed doing because, you know, we all get bored doing the same old things in the gym. And, um, you know, I've always been able to be creative with, especially with the ab exercises. Um, just I was always able to, like, find a new way to target it. And, uh, yeah, it's entertaining and it's fun. So I enjoy doing it. So there's like all of it in one, really. <clears throat> Do
0: you get inspiration from, I'm sure, I mean, a lot of people on social media will see different trends, see different people and get inspiration. But are there any particular people that you really like, man, this person really kind of just gave me a ton of just really valuable exposure to the things that they were doing and kind of helped me grow as a creator?
1: Um, not really, I mean I I've always had like my own wave, you know, like yeah. I, I've all, my stuff is always kind of different than the than you know the average fitness creator. Um, so like, I don't know. I kind of just stuck to what I know to what I know and and what I've been doing. Um, but the, I you know I do follow amazing creators, George Bamfo, uh, Bully Juice. Like those are some of my favorites. Um, and I'm you know I'm cool with them too. Me and George, me and George are good good boys, good friends. So, yeah.
0: When you guys get together, I'm just curious how this runs down. I'm trying to picture my head, and you guys. Are, all right, let's do a dope workout. Are you coming up with it, or are they? Do you guys collaborate and like, yo, let's let's try this and that. Like, how do those kind of interactions mm-hmm. happen?
1: Yeah, we we'll, we we'll, we usually do it together. We will take pieces of our content, maybe that have worked in the past, and maybe find a way to tweak it and put it together. Um, but yeah, it's just all it's fun. We have fun. There's no really no egos involved, and we're just able to get in there and create and just have fun doing it get a good workout as well.
0: That's so cool. Now, are you are you just kind of creating content working on your business and your brand? Or do you still working with clients as well? Or how do you kind of balance that where you are now?
1: Yeah, man. So I haven't trained anyone in like two years. Like I trained like in inter- like my entertainers, uh, that I've trained when they reach out for a session. Sometime I'll, you know, find time to squeeze them in and give them a session here and there. But like I don't I stopped training maybe like two years ago. So I'm just doing content for my brand now. And you know, working through endorsements and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you've built such an incredible brand, and it's it's so cool to see. It's like I'll see a video that you'll post. I'm like, man, that's so creative. That's so new. And then you'll top it, and then you'll you know you'll put something else. And I'm like, dude, this guy just continues to elevate. How do you approach it from a mindset standpoint? Because this is something that we really touch on a lot with this podcast. Is just the mindset of a lot of these successful people just continuing to pursue like that ele- like just elevating constantly and can- constantly pushing yourself to like improve and not getting stagnant how do you approach it from a mindset standpoint
1: yeah man i, I mean that's always been like my mindset from in life you know uh from being an athlete and just always having a chip on my shoulder I, I i don't like i like to be the best um i like to be really good at what i do and i just i, I don't like the idea of complacency you know i don't like to get comfortable i'm just always striving for more so I mean, I wake up with that mindset every single day. Um, And as long as I'm challenging myself and and trying to be the best version of myself every day, then, you know, I could be happy with myself. I go to sleep well at night. Yeah,
0: that's good. I love that. Do you think a lot of that comes from your background in sports? Like, do you think that had an influence on kind of where your mind is at now?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% ever since I was a kid, man. So, like, it's just, it's muscle memory now. Like, everything, it just it just flows. It's how I live my life. But um, for sure, like sports is what motivated me in my mindset for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we've we've had some really cool athletes on the show, and it's like just picking their brain, understanding um, you know, how the things they go through and how the things, you know, how they're raised and how they you know get to the where they are in their sport, and then they make that transition. It's like you can apply so much of that, you know, into whatever you do. It doesn't matter if you're going to teaching, if you go into coaching, if you go into content creating, it really doesn't matter. You can apply yeah. it to anything
1: Absolutely. 100. Yes.
0: With your nickname, you know, the ab guy, like how, how did that come about? What's the story there? I'm, I'm super curious,
1: man. So I was at the, I've always had like really <clears throat> defined abs, I guess. So uh, when I was tra- when I was a personal trainer, um, we we're at the gym one day and I had really low body fat. Um, there were a lot of guys that competed and did body, bodybuilding and all that stuff. And they'd be like in their cut and like almost about to step on stage and like my body fat is like lower if not you know what I'm saying it's crazy and um so we're getting ready for a fit expo and I remember like we were talking everyone was like trying to get in shape and uh me and the owner of the gym were talking and he was like he was like yeah man they're gonna see you with your shirt off you gotta be taking <laughs> some pictures they're gonna be like oh that's the app guy I was like yeah yeah they're gonna say oh that's the app guy that's the app guy and then he was like yo that that's I like that. He was like, You should put that as your IG name. I was like, What? He was like, Yeah, just put it as like quotations. Like, and I was like, Okay. So I put it in there and it and it stuck. And I, I've never changed it, I've never taken it out. But at first it was just like a, a joke, kind of not really a joke, but like I didn't think it would stick stick, right? The way it did, and it, it did. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. That's that's awesome. It's cool to see how people build like off there like obviously everyone has different strengths and talents and and whatnot that they're blessed with and that they acquire through hard work but to see you be able to like really market them and be creative and bring those into your personal brand and it's cool like how you've again just built and elevated over time and and really kind of leaned into you've leaned into that and it's smart i would have done you know i'd do the same thing if i were you and now you do have that association with ab exercises and crazy ab core challenges like you're the guy for that
1: yeah yeah man it's pretty awesome um (laughs) I I am it's surreal even thinking about it like when I think back like telling you the story it's kind of like dang like that's really how it happened so it's do you
0: ever I'm curious too like do you ever sit like kind of what you just explained but like in a deeper way like do you ever just sit there and like dude what what happened like how did I how did I get to this point like I I was a football player and now I've got this set up and now I'm you know building this brand and I'm helping and I'm working with these awesome companies like do you ever just sit back and you're like dang this is wild
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah um Man, I'm so grateful for it. Um it was, I mean it's truly a dream. Um it's my dream job, but pretty often, bro, pr- pretty often I, I'm just like, like man, like it's pretty crazy. Like when I think of when I look back on two years ago and three years ago and when I started in fitness to where I am now, it's just it's it's amazing. Um so yeah, my my IG memories, my archives are they remind me sometimes when they show me something from two years ago. I'm like, oh wow. So
0: Keeps you motivated.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I love it. I want to dive into talking about like actual training. <clears throat> it's so cool to see all the different workouts you're putting out the challenges and stuff, but like really getting into like the nuts and bolts of actual like physical training. How do you personally like to train?
1: Man, I'd like to do so. I got a regular workout split just from just like everyone else. Um, I'm just a big uh superset guy. I like the superset. I like to get in and work out for an hour, hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes top. So I don't like to spend two hours in the gym. Yeah. I like to superset everything. I like it to be high pace. Um yeah. So you know, I do I do got my chest day, I got back, I got shoulders, I got legs, then I got chest and I got back. Um some my full body days. Um, you know, I I do legs a lot when I shoot content. You know, I gotta use my legs a lot. So um, when I do like full body and all that, that's like a, a, hit exercise. I'll do that on a Sunday, but, um, Sundays are typically my rest day.
0: That's super cool. Now with the rep ranges and the intensity, like, are you, are you putting in a lot of volume with high intensity or are you doing more like heavy weight? Do you mix it up? How do you kind of go about that, that portion?
1: Yeah. So not too heavy. I know, I no longer max anymore. I don't think I need to, um, after I, after I stopped playing sports, I, I don't max, um, you know on bench I'll, I'll I'll do like uh sets of twelve um drop sets sets of fifteen. It just depends on the week and it depends on the day really. Yeah. um same thing with you know legs and back legs I'll never I'll never do more than like three plates on the squat on back squat um you know, just to keep my lower back intact but uh yeah man I, it just depends on the um the day. The and week.
0: obviously there's there's the abs the core component abs as well.
1: every day abs every single day <laughs> yeah. every work every workout sometimes um sometimes i'll I'll superset it so like if i'm if i'm doing chest um and i'm doing accessory work i'll superset abs with whatever i'm doing at the time so it could be like flies cable flies or whatever right after i do you know a set of 15 set of 20 i'll get down and do russian twists 25 each side you know weighted r- russian twists. And then that'll be one set and I'll do that five times and then I'll switch.
0: I like that a lot. I yeah. want to try to incorporate more of that into my training because I think it is cool. Like I've always been a fan of supersets, but incorporating core with the superset, I think is super fascinating because you, yeah. you just stay engaged all the whole time. Yep. Yeah, that's that's super cool. You are, I think, one of the best, if if not the best person to speak on this, but I'd love for you to educate the audience and talk a little bit more intentionally about the importance of training your core. I think it's something a lot of people talk about, especially like doctors will say, as you get older, you should be doing core exercises for balance and whatnot. But like, if you're just a regular person and you just want to be a healthy person, why mm-hmm. is core training and ab training really important just for, for humans?
1: First of all, like from my experience, um, you'll get hurt trying to work out if you don't have a strong core, you know? Like a lot of these exercises that people do, it, it requires you to be your core to be activated, you know? um and yeah man i just it's important man uh it's important for everyday life balance like you said yep. um, doing workouts properly um just your whole how your whole body functions i think you know having a strong core can only benefit you um so yeah
0: no i couldn't agree more i mean i think it's huge and like again especially as you age and things don't feel the same. It's like, if you can keep your core strong and intact, I feel like that's one of the yeah. best things that you can do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, man.
0: If someone's just starting out and they're like, okay, I watched your video and I'm super inspired and it was so cool to see you do an ab wheel on a treadmill. And like, that looks so sick, but like, I need to, I need a different place to start. I need a better starting spot. That's like more acclimated for where I'm at as a person. Like, how do you recommend people just starting to get going? Like, do you have any tips or tricks or Maybe not tricks. Maybe that's not the right word, but just different ways for people to start kind of building their platform or their foundation.
1: Um, you, platform or foundation, as in like their their body.
0: Yeah, just trying to working like, up. yeah, just like working out. Like you know, different different ways for them to start. Maybe like how many times a week for should a beginner like start yeah. training core and and maybe some of the exercises they should yeah. start as beginners.
1: Um, uh, anywhere from three times a week. You know, I, I think if if the average person is working out maybe four times a week um you could start off with two two times a week and and eventually your core will become stronger and then you you know tack on more days but you know russian twist um planks uh toe touches regular crunches bicycle crunches those are all workouts that don't require equi- equipment and you could do you know anywhere you could do them at home um you could do them in the gym in between workouts after your workout whatever it is um so yeah there's there's plenty of ways you just gotta there's gotta there's about the want to. you know
0: yeah that's good more than the desire and the mindset to just pursue yeah that's awesome with your content I'm curious how you structure this I just I love picking your brain just because I love what you're doing do you set it up where you're going to be strategically filming creating content like during or post-workout or do you have certain days where you're like look I'm just going to shoot the content knock it out for the weekend like I don't like to mix the two when I'm training I like to just train or how do you kind of think about that process?
1: Um, So I, I like to shoot content. I shoot content after my workout. I never work out. I never shoot content and then work out. I always do my content after I work out just because I need my workout to be on point and yeah. I don't need to be tired. I don't need my workout to be sluggish, you know. So content comes after the workout. And like now I'm not as strategic with like shooting. I just kind of let it come to me because this is what I do for a living now. So like I don't, really feel like it's necessary to try to bang out all my week's content in one day you know and then just have nothing to do for the rest of the week i like to keep my <laughs> my ideas fresh and um you know i like to just let it come to me so i'll just try to shoot maybe four four days out the week or three days out the week you know and if i'm doing a collab then i'll that'll be different because we'll knock out more videos um while we have time together but yeah yeah
0: that's super interesting. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. With the collab, you touched on the collab stuff. You've worked with some really cool people, made some really cool, you know, made a lot of really cool content with awesome people. When did you start kind of incorporating that, you know, when you were like, dude, like, I'm crushing my personal brand. I'm building, but now I'm ready to kind of bring people together and challenge my friends or, you know, get in touch with the right people to do really cool workouts. Like, how did you kind of start doing that?
1: Man, it just kind of just happened. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember... Oh, I just I just started collabing. We just I just started collabing with friends when I would travel um people that I've connected with um on social media but never met in person whenever I'm in their city. like you know, I'll go to Miami um for associates event and then I got my boy Jason's there and we just link up and we shoot videos together. um you know, we're all doing the same thing. so um, and it's just fun, you know it's fun and then it's a way to, you know, um expose each other to each other's audiences and and grow together. So I just think it's cool, man.
0: Totally. Are there any cool stories or experiences you've had trying to co- like collab with someone and just like, you guys are trying to nail like a, a sick workout and just like maybe it worked out really well. Or there were some challenges, like any cool stories you have about experiences like that, oh,
1: man, I don't have any stories. I know I was doing a muscle up challenge with George though. We had <laughs> to put it in the video. um, And I had to let go of the bar because he was throwing the ball. I was muscling up and then letting go and tapping the ball back to him. And uh I ended up falling. I ended up falling because I didn't get the, the bar in time, um, which is pretty cool. And we actually, it was funny. So we added it to the video in the beginning and then we cut it and then we put a uh, the video of us getting it right uh in there. So I mean that video did really well for us. And um yeah, I don't I don't, I don't really know. Like there's some bloopers sometimes. Um like I've dropped a little T before. <laughs> um it's funny um but it, yeah it's very rare that I got a blooper um you know I, I usually we usually just nail it real quick so
0: that's what I was gonna ask you dude I, I, was, I was curious like some of the stuff you do I'm like dude this guy's like playing with a very small margin of error like if he if he turns yeah. the ab wheel and smashes the treadmill that's running like I was like dude have you ever had any crazy like scary experiences like that
1: no 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 cause like, I don't want to kill myself. So like, you know, a lot of people are always saying like, Oh, that's dangerous. But like, this is I I I could do this pretty comfortably. You know, I wouldn't, I'm not saying like the average person, probably not, but like, I do it all the time. (laughs) But like, it's not, it's not like scary. Like I do things that I'm, that I know that I can get done, you know? So, um, I've never had any, nah, I've never, I've never like gotten injured or anything like that.
0: Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you haven't got injured. But the fact that your mindset is just like, it's not even scary to you. That, that to me is pretty, pretty fascinating. Well, it's just like
1: my body is like conditioned, you know, I, I yeah. like my body is, is it's like playing football, right? If someone that never played before went out there and tried to, you know, go run through the B gap, I mean, that's that's <laughs> scary, you know? So it just, it just depends. Like it's, it just depends on the person and like how, how, how trained you are, right? It's yeah. like boxing. Boxing is scary, but you know, boxers go out there and they box each other, right? Because there. they're trained professionals at what they do. So
0: So the moral of the story we're trying to get at is if you want to not be scared, you just gotta go do it and start small and build up and just Yeah, 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 yeah. Start small.
1: Them. Like you don't just gotta jump into the, <laughs> the craziness Um, but yeah, start small and then you know eventually you'll have strength to do, you know, things and try things.
0: So as long as that's st- basically what you're telling me is like, if I stick with it one day, I'll be able to do it. I will roll out across a broomstick.
1: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I th- yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, no. It I, takes I, a lot I, of core strength, though. Totally. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. You've been, you've been working on it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, dude, this, is, this has been a really cool interview, a really fun episode. Like just picking your brain, learning, you know, about your process and your background, I think super interesting. Is there any like, really cool thing that you've learned along your journey I always, I always like to ask some version of this question to the guests because it's i love hearing different people's perspectives but like where you started obviously you were a football player you got into training you were helping people you're and then you started creating content and like building your brand. like along that journey you've had a lot of success <clears throat> is there any big thing that you can take away from that and just share with the audience of something you learned it's like man this has really helped me get to the point i'm at obviously you're still going you're still growing but like is there any cool lesson or thing you've picked up on that's like been a big catalyst for that success?
1: Man. Um, and I say this all the time, but consistency, that's key with anything, man. And just not getting complacent. Um, you know, as long as you wake up every day and you got, you know, you have something to work for and something that, something that you have fun doing and that you really love. Um, I think that it makes it easier. Um, but just staying consistent, you know, uh, that's what, that's the key to everything in life. Um, so that that's what what's helped me um, continue to you know produce content and and come up with new ideas and and fresh ideas is just being consistent and and really putting time in to do it every single day.
0: I love that. And if if someone's like trying to strive to be consistent, but like they're maybe they're just lacking motivation or they're getting just they're down on themselves, like, do you have any advice for getting through those hurdles that a lot of people face?
1: I would just say, man, we all, everyone has problems, you know, like, not just us, like everyone in the world is dealing with something, you know, so you can't, you can't feel sorry for yourself, you know, you just got to figure it out, um, and yeah, just you know, just figuring it out, and just not letting it, you know, hold you back, um, just realizing that you, you know, yeah, you have a problem, but like, everyone has problems, and it, it can't be an excuse.
0: So good, bro, so good, I love it, man you're a beast i love your content bro i love everything you're working on you're helping you're inspiring you're just putting positive energy into the world and that's what i truly believe it's all about it's like find what you love find your passion and then go just do it and then just go like put that energy out and i think it really does come back and so again bro thank you so much for coming on this podcast this has been a super fun episode and uh i love it man I will be trying those rollouts on the
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you bro thank you for having me man i had a good time
0: let's go Thank you guys so much for listening to another great episode of the AIM podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and if you found value in it, I ask that you kindly share this with a friend. We want to continue to grow this community and help more and more people every single day. If you have any questions for me or if I can ever help you anyway, please reach out to me at Doug Elks on all social and I'd be happy to help you out. Let's get after this week. Let's crush it. And as always, keep ambition in mind